And that's the issue with our generation today. We need everything to happen instantly. And tell me, how can you expect a 10-minute video to solve an issue or a habit that you have for the past 10 years? Hey everyone, welcome to I Improve, and this is your host, Priyank. I'm a life coach, motivator, and experienced enthusiast who is currently on a mission to help each and every one of you achieve full potential in mastering your life and taking it to the next level. This is the place where I'll be sharing my insight, knowledge, and experience, as well as bringing you amazing guests where we'll discuss topics on self-improvement, mental health, physical health, relationship, work, and career. If you're ready to take control of your life, brace yourself for this amazing journey of self-improvement and keep listening. Now let's get this started. All right, good morning, good afternoon, evening, wherever you're around the world. Welcome to another episode of I Am Proven. Today, we have a very special episode that's close to my heart. It is possibly the most important topic I'm ever going to talk about coming future or I have talked about in the past episodes. This is something I can relate to very much. And I used to be a big believer in this system, but only recently I've come to realize how much bullshit it actually is. We're talking about motivation, talking about why motivation doesn't work, why it's a bullshit concept, and how to look away from motivation and other strategies that can help you take action and help you achieve the goals. But before we talk about everything of that, we're going to talk about, firstly, what is motivation? So let's define what motivation is. Very simply, motivation is described as a willingness to do something or something that causes such willingness. Deriving from the word motive, which means desires, wants, or drives that come from within the individual. Once again, deriving from the word motive, which means needs, desires, drives, or wants that comes from within the individual. Keywords, within the individual. Now, what that tells us is motivation is very much based on emotional concept of needs and desires which are, of course, linked to feelings. And what are feelings? Feelings are internal. They come from within us. And that's what motivation is. In a very single definition, motivation is a feeling. Now, let me ask you a very simple question. Think back to New Year's Day, around about New Year's time when you may have made a resolution. Or think back at a time when you try to make a goal. And you felt really excited about it. You felt super motivated. You felt super pumped up. And you were ready to go. You felt like, this is it. I'm going to do it. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. This is the year. This is my year. And you had that drive. And you felt so ambitious. You had this amazing positive feeling. And a couple of days later, you made some progress. And you started building the momentum. But then eventually, things started going downhill start losing progression, you start having other priorities in life and you just kind of put that goal away, you tucked it away, out of sight and also out of mind maybe and you didn't think about it that much so didn't make much of a progress and you kind of half-assed it a bit. So what happened? Did you lose motivation? No, of course not. You did not lose motivation. A lot of people think they do but you may have lost patience, you may have lost the desire, you may have lost the will to carry on, you may have lost the sight of the goal, you may have been distracted, you felt tired, but not demotivated. 
The purpose of this episode is to get rid of the word of motivation or lack of motivation from my dictionary. Now let me give you a scenario to give more clarity in what I'm saying. Scenario number one. You're feeling lazy and tired, you're laying in bed, you're thinking about going to the gym, you've been meaning to do it, but you don't feel like it. You're looking for some motivation, so what do you do? You open your phone, you go on Instagram, you look at some people that you follow, some workout athletes, whoever, and you watch their videos. You look at probably friends that are working hard, that are working out, who are killing it, and you want to aspire to be them, so you look at them, you probably go on YouTube, watch some Jeff Cavalier, big fan of Jeff Cavalier, by the way, or you watch any workout videos. And then you feel energized, you put on some music, you get pumped up, and then you head to the gym. Now, scenario two, you're feeling lazy and tired, you're laying in bed, you're thinking about going to the gym, you put on your trainers, you wear the headphones and you work out gear and you get to the gym. Now when you get to the gym, when you're working out, you watch some YouTube videos side by side. You put on some music, you listen to the music and you watch the videos to enhance your workout and you keep going with your workout and you finish your workout. Notice the difference between the two scenarios. In scenario one, you needed to watch the workout video. You needed to listen to that music video before you even got to the gym. You needed to get into the mood to work out before you even started working out. In scenario two, you wanted to work out, you wanted to go to the gym, you got up, you took the action immediately, you went to the gym, you start working out, then you watch some music videos or listen to some music to get into the whole workout routine and keep the momentum going. What's the difference between the two? In scenario one, you had to get into the mood. You had to create that motivation mindset. You had to feel it. So you had to watch a video or go on Instagram or listen to music to get into the mood. In scenario two, you wanted to go to the gym. You took the action immediately. You went to the gym. You started working out, but you watched the workout videos or listened to the music to give you that momentum, to give you that continuation that you needed to keep on carrying on working out. Pretty simple. Now, the difference is between the two scenarios and two situations, motivation was needed in scenario one. Motivation is something that you wanted, you desired, you felt not working out, so you had to get into the mood and feel like you want to work out. In scenario two, you took the action, then you use those same cues and triggers to keep you going. You wouldn't call them triggers because they're not trigger your action, they actually just enhance your action. And that's why I want to talk about in this episode as we go further on, is motivation is something you shouldn't depend on. It's not something you should seek. It should already be in you. And you just need to bring it out. Now, you may be saying pre-angst, not everyone's like that. Not everyone's going to just get up and start working out when they don't feel it or they're not mentally prepared for it. Now, let me tell you something very simply. Let me ask you something rather. When you wake up, you go to the bathroom, do you think about brushing your teeth? Do you feel like brushing your teeth? Or do you feel like you need to get motivated to brush your teeth? When you take a shower, do you feel like taking a shower? Or do you not feel like taking a shower? Do you base those actions on your mood or feeling or do you simply just do it because they're part of life? Think about it. Of course, 
do them because they're part of life. That's why most of these goals that you have, the actions that you want to take, make them part of your life. Don't make them an additional part of life that doesn't need to be done now, but you want to do it, but you don't want to do it, but you're unsure. You have to just make them part of your system. You have to make it a habit, almost like a reflex. And that's why you have to take immediate action. In scenario two, you took immediate action. When you took that immediate actions, all the feelings and the desires and the wants went there, but the feelings were almost uh, overwritten or rather they were just part of that experience. So what I'm saying there is you worked out, you got up, you worked out, then you felt something that time. Probably excited or energized whilst working out or after working out. Whereas in scenario one, you felt lazy, you felt a bit unsure, so you had to watch something to get you motivated, then you go to the gym. Now I'll bet you nine times out of ten, when you get to the gym, we're having those external triggers activated before you started working out. So watching a video or workout video of music, and then you go to the gym, I bet you, you had to do that every time when you started going to the gym. Or you had to keep on watching those videos and listening to the music to keep you going. Whereas in scenario two, your own willpower came into play. You actually felt that you need to go to the gym because it's part of your system, it's part of your habit, it's part of your life. So you went to the gym, you worked out, and then the rest that followed within that was just an added bonus. You didn't need it, but it's good to have it. It's good to have that supportive music, workout video, whatever. So that's what I'm trying to say to you is don't rely on motivation to get you going. You should just do it. As Nike said, just do it. Now let me ask you something else. How often do you rely on that motivation? It's a question worth asking yourself because if most of the difficult scenarios or situation in your life require for you to build that moment, build that motivation, sorry, then you need to really think about how you're going to trigger and program yourself in a way that you just do things. I want to talk about the solutions later, but this is a big problem in a lot of people. We nowadays feel like we need to get motivated to do any and everything. As little, as big the task is, we feel like if it's difficult, we need some sort of motivation. Now, let me share my personal story with you. And uh, this is quite funny, but actually, uh, a couple of years ago when I graduated and I got my degree, I applied for my first ever graduate job and I got it marketing. I was a marketing intern or a starting exec at a, at a company, which I can't tell you the name of, but yeah, I worked in Mayfair, did really well. I thought did really well because uh, I felt ambitious. I felt a bit nervous, but I was ready to go. I was a young graduate, fresh out of the uni, and I just wanted to give any and everything. I worked hard, pushed myself, tried to impress my manager and the CEO. and. My manager wasn't happy. <laughs> he said I was too slow. I was too f- focused on my job, almost robotic, and I lacked motivation. He said that repeatedly to me when I was working there. He said I lacked motivation. So two months later, after working so hard, I got fired. <laughs> so my manager said again those last words to me: um, "You're lacking motivation. You're not fit for the company. See you later, mate. Uh, find some other job, please." So. I remember that day I went to the park, Green Park, which if you live in London, you know where that is. I went to Green Park, so I walked around, disappointed, disheartened, 
sat on a bench and just thinking about what's happening with my life, walked around a bit, and that's where I went in a bit of a downhill because for a month I didn't apply for jobs. I felt really sad, sat in my room thinking about what I'm going to do and almost like I felt depressed. And sure, it was my first ever job. I was a young graduate, but I felt depressed. Like my first ever graduate job, I didn't excel at it. I didn't do well at it. So I felt depressed and I couldn't bring myself up to applying for more jobs and looking for a second job. So I started figuring out where am I lacking that motivation? How can I get myself to apply for those jobs? I remember that one night, um, I was watching a motivational video by Malik and Brothers. I remember this really well because it was about Muhammad Ali. The video was talking about Ali's great career, his mentality, intense music was playing, he was fighting and there was some amazing, amazing, amazing quotes in that video. It was like a 10 minute video and I watched it and I felt so motivated. I felt like I am Ali, I am like Muhammad Ali, I'm going to make this happen. So after that, I liked how I felt. I felt different, different to what I felt in the past month, which was very low and depressed. So I watched more videos and kept on watching a few other videos. Then I felt almost like it was it was a different, can't explain that feeling, but it felt really, really good. So I, I was watching at nighttime. I did a few push-ups at that time and then I went to bed because that's how pumped up I felt. I felt like Ali, right? But I woke up in the morning, I felt tired. So what I did is, I went to the Mulligan Brothers channel again, watched a few YouTube videos, and then started applying for jobs because I felt like, let's make this happen, let's apply for jobs. Because I was feeling good at that time. I felt really good after watching those videos. So I applied for a few jobs, I did a few applications, and uh, I managed to get one through. And then I got a phone interview. So before I attended the phone interview, I felt a bit nervous. So I said, let me just watch another YouTube video about Muhammad Ali, the same video that made me feel good. So I watched it again and uh, I did good. I felt quite confident in my phone interview and I applied. Sorry, I didn't apply. I actually managed to get through to the second round, which was the face to face interview. Now, I felt so good because I was like feeling nervous, but I was. I was getting motivated by watching these videos because it made me feel good. So I didn't think much about it at that time. I, all I know is that uh, I watched these videos. They were insightful, quote unquote, and I wanted to do good in my interview. So they were helping me. So why not just carry on watching them? Now, I'm pretty sure you guys know where I'm going with this, but let me just carry on talking. Um, anyways, a few days later, I went into uh, the job interview. I got a call. I went face to face, round two. And this was a small medical company in Mayfair again, and uh, I was applying for the similar role of a marketing exec. So I um, I went there. But I remember that during my journey to there from my house to the actual interview, I downloaded some more <laughs> motivational videos, and I was watching them because I felt like, yes, this is this, this is my this is my jam, this is my stuff. I like this. I like how I feel, and I was reading motivational quotes. I just I just wanted to really feel inspired and motivated at that time I wanted to do well so I just watched some videos and just really relied on them to give me that feel give me that power that I needed to do well in my interviews so anyways I get to this place I shake hands with this guy's very tall uh 
bearded bloke. He shook my hand and I was felt, uh, I felt good. I feel like, yeah, he, he, he seems like a good manager and, uh, he'll, he'll, I'll do well with him. He seems like, um, something that someone that can guide me well, very powerful, um, persona he had. He felt very, I felt very much like, uh, not intimidated, but I felt a bit nervous because he was a big guy, shook my hand really well, was very confident. And I was like, okay, this interview is going to be interesting. So I went into the interview and get this, I go into the interview and I felt good. I felt confident. I had my momentum. I had my motivation in place. So got into the interview, answered a few questions. And I remember midway through the interview, he asked me this very difficult question, which I, I, I did well. I, somehow stumbled and fumbled and mumbled my way to doing giving a good response but then I felt a bit nervous and this is um, you probably won't believe this but it did happen I after that question I answered I went to the loo I asked the gen I said where's the loo and I went to the loo got to the loo <clears throat> looked to left and right there was no one in the cubicle I got my headphones out Put in my phone on uh, my put my headphones on the phone. Yep, Mulligan Brothers again. Watch a few motivational videos and try to get all psyched up about this interview. And I wanted to end it well on a high note, on a good note. So, watched the videos, got more motivated, and then went back. Finished the interviews. Couple of couple of days later, I got called that I didn't get the job. Then I found another job. A couple of months later. But that's not the point. The point is what was going through my mind. There were two things that were happening that were completely wrong. Firstly, I was watching these motivational videos to get the emotion, get into that mindset, that emotion, and almost used it as a drug to enhance my state of mind. If you really think about it, it is like a drug. Watching these videos is like a drug to get me into that mood. Second thing that was wrong was I felt like I was getting rewarded. So I created my own habit loop, which was very toxic, as you know. Now, even though I didn't get the job, I still carried on, but I moved on to watching motivational speakers instead. Now, the sad part is when I watch these motivational speakers, and trust me, I watch a lot of them. Tony Robbins, Eric Thomas, Jim Rohn, you name them, I've, I've watched them. The sad part is when I was watching, when I was listening to these motivational speakers speak on stage and when they interact with people and when they shared their uh, concept of motivation and how to get success, how to get anything in life, I was watching more so to get that solution, just to get that fix and how to solve problems quickly. And that's what these motivational videos do. When you go on these video platforms here, you notice that most watch videos on YouTube within the self-help category are motivational videos, which are usually titled like Get Energized in 10 Minutes. How to be like world 0.4% of people within six months. Watch this video every day and change your life. Most of these videos are based on that title and they are the most views viewed videos on YouTube. Not a 20-minute video on how to improve a certain habit. Not one hour, 30 minutes course on how to be more goal oriented, not, not educational videos, which are supposed to give you the strategy towards success, but more so these 10 minutes, 12 minutes of videos that's supposed to give you that dopamine. It's supposed to make you feel good instantly. 
it's ridiculous when you think about it because most of these short snippets of motivational videos are packed together with a bunch of motivational phrases from different motivational speakers and they don't educate you. That's the biggest, biggest issue. What it's really making do is it's making you seek that instant emotional gratification. The issue with social media and these motivational videos are now when they circulate on these platforms is they're trying to give you that quick pill solution. The way you watch those 10 minutes of videos or 12 minutes of videos, it's supposed to get you charged up instantly. But when you watch it again, maybe a day or two later, you may not feel the same. Or you feel like, I've seen this video, I want to watch something else. So what that really is doing is you're browsing for something new that will give you that hit. And that's the issue with our generation today. We need everything to happen instantly. And tell me, how can you expect a 10-minute video to solve an issue or a habit that you have for the past 10 years? It's not possible. So what I'm trying to say here is, we need to step away from these quick fixes and relying on that quick motivation, uh, guidance, videos, audiobooks, whatever that is, and look more into our actual habits. I want to talk about solutions very soon, but I want to bring up the problem with these courses and videos. Because what they're doing is they're creating this cycle of short bursts of motivation and you can't get away from it. And then you get hooked onto them, you watch more, you watch more, you watch more. And before you know it, you're watching these videos, but you're not taking any action. So hopefully, so far you've realized how much of a bullshit motivation concept is. The videos, the actual system to create motivation is all bullshit. If you really want to get the job done, you have to take action and not rely on motivation. Now, I promise this episode isn't just me venting about motivation system, motivational speakers and motivational videos and my addiction to motivation in the past. It's not about that. It's about the solution. Because at I Improve, we don't talk about problems and problems and problems. We talk about solutions to the problem. So let's talk about the solution. Let's talk about how to achieve that goal, how to take action, how to get out of that rut, how to get out of that laziness and not depend on motivation. So how do you do it? Well, I have these three points which I talk to a lot of people about. I teach my clients this. I generally speak to people about this and I made this last year and it's very simple. Three points. Number one, acceptance. If you're tired, feeling lazy, you're feeling unambitious and if you're feeling that you're not meeting your goals and you can't take an action, all you have to do is simply be mindful and accept where your current state of mind is. Just simply accept your current situation. What I mean by that is take a deep breath, and I don't mean meditate, is whenever you feel like you're in a rut and you can't get out of it, lazy moments, angry moments, unproductive moments, whenever you're in that, you have to simply just take this moment. Look at how you feel. Look at how you're behaving. Look at where you are. Because what that does is it prevents you and gets you out of the fixing problem. What I mean by the fixing problem is whenever there is an issue, we realize the problem, we try to fix it immediately. That's why we go on YouTube, try to type in how to earn those goals within six months, how to get this done in 10 minutes, how to basically all the how-to videos, how-to motivational videos, all of them come from this quick fix 
issue which I just talked about just now. So what I want you to do is simply realize where you are. Think of it as a phase. Be mindful of the situation. Don't try to find any solutions. Don't try to find any fixes. Simply observe. Because if you notice that most of the time when we're trying to seek motivation or we don't have motivation is because we have this internal conflict within us. This internal conflict between our mediocre and productive lazy self who's trying to reach for that future successful ambitious person. And when we don't reach towards that person, when we don't actually get on that path towards success, we get demotivated. We get upset. And so begins the whole cycle of finding motivation, trying to take some half-assed action, and then going back to finding motivation again. So we want to avoid doing that. So if you simply accept your current thoughts and observe them, you would deal with it with much more maturity. Because you're not going to try to find some quick and easy fixes for your problems. Now, another thing you can do is break through with action. What that means is simply taking action, impulsive actions, giving yourself a very small, tight timeline or deadline, and then you simply take action. Example, you feel lazy and you watch motivation video and you take some action. Replace it with you feel lazy. You simply get up, count to five seconds, 10 seconds, and just do the work. This is a very powerful rule by Mel Robbins, by the way. She talks about this a lot, which is a five-second rule. And it's designed to make you feel active and take action. So when you do the five-second, five, four, three, two, one thing, the countdown, that activates your prefrontal cortex, which gets you to take decisions and plan things. But if you don't, then what usually happens is this happens a lot when we're trying to seek motivation, when we're caught up in the feelings, is our limbic system activates. And that's when emotions and feelings come into play and that's when our brain gets a bit fuzzy and tired and we slow down and start overthinking things. So you want to avoid activating the limbic system and rather activate the prefrontal cortex by giving yourself a very strict time limit and just taking very rapid impulsive actions. Because what you'll do is not only will you uh, strengthen your brain from this and your willpower, you would also take experiences from this. And not just stay in your thoughts and trying to find some motivation and not take any action. So simply getting up, taking action will help you. The third thing you can do is controlling the environment. What I mean by that is if you really want to take action naturally without relying on motivation, without relying on any sort of triggers externally or internally, you just control your environment, your surroundings. A couple of ways you can do that is recognize the triggers and the cues of bad behavior and remove them from your life. Example, your phone. If you keep your phone at your desk and you always check it and you know there's a notification active on it and every time you look at the notification, you go on your phone, you get distracted, simply remove it. Put your phone in a cupboard or in the next room or just in your pocket or in your bag. So that's how you remove the triggers of the cues for bad behavior. You can also... Experiment with adding new triggers to the environment to kickstart your good behavior. What that means is you put an apple on your table every time or every morning uh, you get to work or you get home. 
Now, you may not feel motivated to eat healthy food, but if you just simply put it in front of you, you would more likely to lean towards the apple and eat it. Whereas if it's not visible near your sight, then it's out of sight, out of mind, right? So that's another thing you can do. Third thing is you pay attention to what works and you focus on that. So if you notice that removing the bad triggers helps and you notice that uh, adding the good triggers and uh, the cues help, then simply just do them and try to pay more attention to what works and what doesn't because not all of the good things would work. But if you experiment with them, then you realize what actually works. And simply repeat the process over and over again until you create your own environment and your world where everything's going according to the plan. Now, if you don't create this ideal world, then you would always be looking for external validation and motivation. And that's what we don't want to do. We want to keep the motivation away and we want to bring in the activation of the actions. Simple. Now, if you follow any of these three actions, I promise you do an amazing job in taking actions and driving towards your goal successfully, not going through seeking these 10 minutes, 12 minutes motivational videos that will give you a quick fix. We want to avoid that. Okay, that's pretty much it from today's episode. I hope you guys learned something useful. We will meet again on the next episode. If you have any questions, you know where to find me. DM me on Instagram or my email. All the details are below on the podcast description. I'll speak to you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to this episode and I really hope you enjoyed it. Now, if you found today's episode useful and if you like someone else can also benefit from it, please do share it with your friends and family and pay it forward. You never know whose life you may be able to improve or impact by simply sharing such content. Also, I would really appreciate it if you can subscribe, rate and comment on this podcast, whatever platform you're listening to this on. It really helped me understand how useful these episodes are for you and give me the momentum to keep providing you with top quality content for future improved episodes. Now, before you go, I want you to ask yourself if you're ready to take the next step and upgrade your life. And if the answer to that is yes, and you are someone that's been looking to make that change in your life for some time now, but you feel like you're missing that motivation, you feel like you're missing the energy, the confidence or those skills, then I'm here to help you. I'll be happy to support you from start to finish and work with you personally, one-on-one, over the phone, through video chat or face-to-face, so I can ignite that inner fire that will help you excel at your relationships, become a social rock star, own it at your job, in your business, and leave that long-lasting impression wherever you go. Now, I know that sounds amazing. Trust me, it's very much possible. I've worked with dozens of clients to help make that change in their life, and I can do it for you. All you have to do is just email me, Priyank, at iimprove at outlook.com. Or you can simply just DM me on my Instagram at P-R-I-Y-A-N-K dot iimprove and drop me a message and I'll be happy to have a chat with you and get you started on this amazing journey of self-improvement. I'll speak to you in the next episode.